A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, uh, we had breaking news on the show, which shocked me and Andy. We thought we'd bring you that moment. Uh, the other news that shocked us today was that uh, the All Blacks, um, almost a religious experience in uh, New Zealand, uh, have been sold. Part of them have been sold to a US company. We spoke to comedian and rugby fan Kiwi Jared Christmas about that and uh, got his thoughts. We obviously had a bit of a conversation about uh, various things. You got involved with some excellent emails and texts which we brought you and we brought you the clips of the month as well. So uh, here it all is. I'm such an optimist about football. I love football, but it's in a state, isn't it, at the moment? All the things, it's just the things that happen on the weekend just compounded what's been going on, and it's yeah. just, it's hard to see, you know, it, it looks grim. It's hard to see a good sign for it, you know. Well, we're going to talk um, about this later. We're going to look at some of the positives that come out of it. I mean, one of the things, that the football charter, I think that's got far more chance. I mean, we're going to talk about this, you know. There was a time when the... The Premier League would kick back at any government involvement. They're always finding reasons not to do it. So it was a bad idea. Now they're virtually, well, they are literally inviting them in to uh, to legislate against this kind of stuff. They've got a 14-6 uh, voting rule as well in the Premier League. So even if the six club decide they don't want to shake the game up fundamentally, they can still vote for it themselves. So look, there are some positives. We're going to talk about this a little bit later on. Yeah, we're going to talk about United as well. I mean, it's been said, you know, the the, the whole it's hard not to have sympathy with the United supporters. Mm. The work, the way the club's been run. I mean, you know, I, I heard you'd argue that well, Arsenal, United are doing well on the pitch now, which they are. They're doing a lot better. But it's how much the better point, would? Though. Of course, it isn't the point. How much better would they have done without the yeah. Glazers? But I, know, I, they, I, I mean, I heard what Jamie Carragher said last night, and he, he was right. I, I don't think this was ever about. They've been protesting about the owners nah. at Manchester United for years. Well, you know when the side were winning titles all the time and City weren't quite in their pomp. So it's got nothing to do with that. It is about the ownership. And uh, something else that's come up today is, that, you know, a lot of people have mentioned today that uh, Old Trafford's looking a little bit rough around the edges, mm. looking a bit shabby. Um, and so many other clubs uh, at the same time have invested in infrastructure, including City. And that's something we'll, we'll talk to a journalist Jim White about a little bit later. I'm writing about it today in The Telegraph. He's also a Manchester United fan. But it's something that I've not really thought about. 
No, and uh, I'm, I'm trying to look for sort of some bright spots on the weekend. There, I did enjoy Steve Bruce's uh, post-match interview where he called a Bamiang a Bamingham. Yeah, <laughs> well, he was the manager of a Bamingham City. He was wasn't he, for a while. <laughs> exactly. You never leave it behind. <laughs> it was brilliant. And Michael Oliver's developed a bit of a Dicky Davis. I only noticed that on the. I don't know if he sort of fell over near the touchline, but yeah. a bit white splodge on his head. Well, so this is what see. this is. This is something that will. You'll only get this if you're of a certain age. It used to be called the Malin Streak. Um, yeah. Look it up, kids. This was a TV it is. show. Oh, it still exists. Yeah, well, yeah, I know it exists, but I mean, well, the, I mean, the Malins hasn't been on telly for about thirty years. But, <laughs> but there was a guy in this show, and he had a little bit of a Dicky Davis. Well, you don't understand a Dicky Davis oh, either. Is that what it came from? I never knew that. I thought yeah. it was a, an official term. Oh, no, what, what the Malin Streak? No, no, it was, yeah. a, it was a TV show in which the uh, the character oh, really? had a little oh, had kind that. of fleck of white in his hair, <laughs> and that's why that's where it came from, Andy. Yeah. Well, I'm fine. Yeah. A bit QI this, but as far as I. No, that's where it came from. Yeah. Now, we do want to get the listeners involved today. Um, this is courtesy of uh, Dave Kidd, writing in the uh, Sun today. He said, my parents celebrate their golden wedding anniversary on Saturday. Congratulations that, yeah. to them. He didn't just put that yeah. in there. He said, which means it must be 50 years to the day that Charlie George scored the winner in the FA Cup final to secure the double for Arsenal. Mum and Dad were not avid football fans, so they unwittingly booked the church for 3pm on Cup final uh. day, to the horror of many guests. Back when watching live television, football was a treat. Family legend has it that the transistor radio of an Arsenal fan could be heard crackling from the pews as they exchange <laughs> vows. But it did strike yeah. me that you remember key dates, you remember key moments in your life through a game of football and you'll say, well if, it, you know what reminds you, my, my one, I, think I touched on it I think last week when I was talking to Max, but my one was my youngest lad, On the, we had a bunch of people come around to watch uh, England uh, versus uh, Germany uh, the infamous 5-1 and uh, about two hours before, my kids were getting a little bit excited. And the, the youngest, who was about six at the time, managed to cut his head open. So it was down to casualty <laughs> for, oh, for no. stitches. So I'll always remember <laughs> the day he cut yeah. his head open and we went off to casualty. Because Touchwood, they were quite lucky in that way. So it was quite rare. But uh, it was the day of um, mm. Germany versus England. So sometimes sport takes you back to that key moment. It's sport is the thing that says, oh, of course, that was the day that this happened or that happened, and it's mm. linked to sport. So tell us some of those this afternoon. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text at 81089 or tweet to TSH&J. And we're still seeing these mad offsides. They've got to change this rule. I mean, the one with Son on mm, Sunday. Yeah. How can you be, how can your shoulder be offside 45 yards from the goal? You can't score from with your shoulder yeah. from 45 yards out. It's an irrelevant argument. I don't know how they've even come up yeah. with that rule. It's also, ludicrous. Also around, you know, red card. What, what constitutes a red card when the same VAR official doesn't think that the, the, the flex worth looking at in the Sheffield United-Spurs game, but thinks Balbuena is, I think we've got a problem haven't we it's the same oh, Peter Banks definitely. same guy says go to the monitor second time he doesn't think it's worth a second look <laughs> he's second guessing himself isn't yeah. he? hopeless really uh, there's a, a lot of racing on today and there's one meeting Donald Trump doesn't want to hear about yet no faking them news Oh, nice. Okay, no, no news from Faken, and that's good. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> David Moyes, I think, definitely my manager of the year. What a job he's yeah. done. It's an amazing turnaround. I mean, they're actually really decent. They've got a good mm. squad. I think they'll do well in Europe, whether it's the Europa League or 
Champions League, wherever they end up. And it's amazing, really. The turn he is a good manager. He is, isn't he? he got yeah. sort of you know a difficult deal at United, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I've been really impressed with them. I was hoping the, they'd lose, of course, but they didn't. Another downside of of, um, of um, VAR, of course, was uh, mm. Michel Antonio saying last night. He said, "I toned down my celebrations. I don't yeah. want to be there doing a dance and the goal gets disallowed. It's embarrassing. A couple of times <laughs> I've right. been about to do one, <laughs> and it's handball or whatever, and VAR's killed it. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's it's such a Joyless oh, invention, joyous. isn't it? Really terrible, and it's true. We have, we tend to argue more yeah. about decisions than we ever did before. But the people who are running the game, IFAB, the referee, they are mm. joyless people. They're not people. Yeah. yeah, they like football. Of course they do. They wouldn't have got involved in it. But they don't. They don't have a joy about it. They won't want everything to be precise and scientific and accurate. And, mm. You know, very few like of them that, do stand up in the evening. If Peter Banks does stand up in the evening, or David Ellery, <laughs> hello mate. <laughs> What'd you do? Where are you from? What's your name? It'd be great, wouldn't it's it, David Ellery? I mean, it'd be fantastic. Anyway, let us know those yeah. things that always take you back to sporting anniversaries and what happened on that day. Um, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. We are going to be talking cricket, as Fletcher just told you, the IPL has been suspended. Uh, Cheating the ruler was telling Talksport earlier yeah. on they they may try and carry on they may ship the whole thing off to Mumbai potentially but it's not. I, looking, I have to say I good. was watching uh, Mumbai on Saturday. They're the second mm. highest chase in IPL history. It was a wonderful innings mm. by Karen Pollard, but the whole thing just felt flat and awful. Yeah. And at the end of it, I thought, oh, this shouldn't be being played. This, yeah. you know, and you know how much I love cricket, but I, I can't see how they can bring it back. Luke. You um, hear the argument about it keeping people occupied indoors, but it doesn't feel right. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Andy, we were talking 
mm. sort of top six earlier on. And yeah. it's quite interesting. I don't know if you're aware of this. I was doing a little bit of detective work into why it's going to uh, shake down this year. But uh, if Chelsea and Leicester stay in those European uh, positions as they are at the moment, then that will free up a seventh, seventh European place for somebody for the Europa Conference League playoffs, which is the kind of new third-tier mm. competition. Oh no! So that will be really? a, so. Whoever finishes seventh has got the joy of of uh, the new. I didn't uh, even know about this. A third tier competition. Do you, not, you don't know about it. Yeah, no, been, you ain't first have decided. I've heard of it. They want so, countries that don't quite make. Imagine something. Imagine a competition worse than Europa League, <laughs> and then double it. So it's, I mean, it's very laudable from UEFA. I'm sure it's a nice vote winner for everybody. But those be country, on Thursday morning. So are they going to fit that? Uh, in, is it, I think is it going to be Tuesday nights, or I'm not <laughs> no, sure. Is it yeah, about three o'clock in the morning on a Sunday? <laughs> but. There is a third competition, so the team that finishes seventh, as things stand, um, will find themselves in the playoffs of uh, of this new Europa Conference. I just don't think you can keep adding games and games and games. It's something's got to give eventually, yeah. isn't it? There is there is a need for reset in football. There's no question. It's gone. It's got out of hand. It has. Yeah. The game's gone, but it has really. I mean, that is just mad. You just don't completely pointless competition. Mm. Completely. Oh well. But the top six is interesting because. Chelsea playing Leicester gives West Ham a real chance of doing something because whatever happens in that game, one of those teams or both of those teams are going to drop points. So if West Ham can win all their games, they're in a decent position. Spurs still play Leicester as well in the last game of the season. So if if even, you know, Champions League proves too much for West Ham. They're in a pretty good, they're in a very good position to certainly Mm. get Europa League next year. You just don't want to finish seventh now. That's going no, to be the poison, not. the poison oh. chalice. I think. Anyway, I think Leicester have been looking good. I, I, yeah. I thought they'd fade, but they haven't. They've been no. playing really well. That's very Although true. They drop points on the weekend. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Ben Fletcher's rejoined us, which I guess means there's some breaking news, Fletch. There is indeed, and it concerns. I think I can call him a Talksport employee. We have the next whereabouts of Jose Mourinho, uh, Roma have tweeted, uh, the club are delighted to announce an agreement has been reached with Jose Mourinho <laughs> for him to become our new head coach ahead of the 2021-22 season. So after his punditry work uh, with us for the rearranged Euro 2020, Jose Mourinho is off to Roma. There it is. Wow, we It's so funny, isn't it? These clubs, there'll always be a club for him. It's like, you feel like saying to Roma, have you not noticed what's happened in the last five years? Are you sure about this? Everybody You're absolutely w- certain. You see players constantly re-signed by clubs and you think the same thing Things gonna happen, but it, you know, you think, well, this whole time it will be different. Um, well, look, maybe it will be this time. Maybe the circumstances will mean it will be different. And obviously, his stock is very high in Italy after what he did with uh, Inter. So I think we'll follow that story up. We'll bring you more on that. But what about that? Jose Mourinho uh, is the new nice manager place to live. of uh, Roma. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, I'm take it um, Daniel Levy's opened a bottle of champagne because I would imagine <laughs> as he goes into new work, uh, that brings yeah, yeah, to the yeah, end yeah. of him um, his gardening <laughs> leave, doesn't it? Really. Marvelous, isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there we are. What about that? It's, it's quite a surprise that he's back mm. in work before Tottenham have appointed a new manager. <laughs> That's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it is amazing. Football, eh? 
Uh, so, um, yeah, we'll bring your reaction to that a little bit later on. We'll cross to uh, one of our Italian football experts and, and bring us a little bit more background to that appointment. Um, it is Paul Hawksby well, and Andy Celebrations Jacobs. in the Rome dressing room at oh, the indeed, moment, yeah. you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> They'll all be ringing their mates in the Premier League, all the different... <laughs> What's he like? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. I read a piece by Jonathan Lewin, The Guardian, today. I had no idea this was happening, and I was shocked and... and as Andy said earlier on when I said it, it is still quite hard to believe mm. that um, New Zealand rugby have effectively sold a stake uh, in the All Blacks to a, a US company. I mean, they've been badly affected financially, partly by COVID. I think things weren't particularly rosy before. Um, and uh, yes, uh, people have, I think we've got a hand in Manchester City and some other sporting franchises have bought a percentage of the All Blacks. Still sounds shocking. Uh, how does that mm. play with uh, New Zealand rugby fans? Jared Christmas is just that, also a comedian, and joins us now. Jared, good afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. I don't know about good though with this news. Yeah, it's it's no. it's. it's quite, I mean, as I said, like, hey, I'm surprised it passed me by because it's a, such a weird story. And yeah, it's it's quite troubling, isn't it? And this kind of it's an it's an iconic thing, isn't it? The All Blacks, and it just seems a bit of a shame that it's come to this. It is a shame, and it's the first time in their history that uh, the All Blacks haven't 100% belonged to New Zealand. And I think there's pushback from the players, isn't there? They're um, concerned that uh, it might affect the cultural aspect of the All Blacks, like the Silver Fern emblem and the haka. You know, they don't want they don't want someone coming along saying, look, as part of our state, you have to say our name in the haka. Um, <laughs> although I would invest in that, I would be delighted. <laughs> it looks like part of this fund is to basically help the structure of New Zealand rugby because they've been clobbered by COVID and lack of fans and all that sort of thing. So maybe it was inevitable. Yeah, it was probably coming right because New Zealand's such a small market. Um, you, to get people coming to the local games and stuff, I suppose. So there's a there's a limited monetary value there I, I suppose but it, it, it's just it's just really shocking and you kind of think surely there's a you know a million fans out there willing to throw in 300 quid each mm. you know to to get part of the all blacks to own 1.8 of a player on the squad i think that's the maths 12.5 percent of 15 yeah. I don't know. Yeah. no no the, the reason for getting involved obviously they want they want to make money out of it um you would think but you know if they're going to do that they have to stick if if the team is so much of that team are the traditions of that team and you mentioned them just now the iconic jersey and the and the hacker and everything else that mm. goes with it um that they'd be mad to sort of you know throw the baby out with the bathwater because that's the key to to what makes it important and i suppose profitable yeah, I'm sure they will try and keep a low profile about it. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I think people are concerned because of what's been happening over here with the uh, Super League. Mm. I mean, you guys are used to Americans buying up your iconic sports, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. I think this is a first I, for us. But I don't think they'd buy England. <laughs> the idea of, you know, uh, the FA selling yeah. sort of 12.5% of England fills. I mean, clubs yeah. are one thing, Jerry. Give it a but, couple of years. But, yeah, it can't be long now. But, <laughs> it's on its way. But a, a whole nation, especially a rugby-mad country like yes, New Zealand, and just sort of, you know, selling part of the family silver. It, it does feel like they're buying part of the country, mm. right? It's like... 
It feels like if you've got the money, you can buy whatever the hell you want nowadays. Um, you want the All Blacks? Get involved. You know, it's that sort of, it's that sort of thing, right? Um, but you're absolutely right. If it was, if it was, you know, like the Canterbury Crusaders or something, we wouldn't yeah. be having this, this discussion. But um, because it's the national team, you're absolutely right. It's just crazy. Yeah, it could have been worse. The Glazers might have bought it. You could have had the price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. very true. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. say the players are leading the sort of pushback on this. I would imagine the the New Zealand public aren't massively pleased. I don't think they are at all pleased about it. But there's kind of, you know, it just feels nowadays when people have got loads of money, it's like, what can you do? Manchester knows how to put on a protest and throw some colourful flares around and it really makes an impact. But New Zealand, we're a little bit reserved on that sort of stuff. Mm. So it'll be interesting if we do do a, uh, do a protest about it. But the profile of the quite... game there, I mean, the, the amount of times we've heard from um, England players or Lions players who've gone to New Zealand, they said there's no hiding place. You know, be having to walk along the street, having a coffee and a couple of old deers walk past, like, like your nan and her friend, and they know exactly who you are, which country you play for oh, you're the Wales player you're the England and it's just that the, the people are so knowledgeable about about rugby in that country I mean it's a cliche but it is a religion it's not just a sport it really is, is it it's a it's a religion it's an obsession uh in the New Zealand I was down in New Zealand for the World Cup down there and every uh New Zealand made product just changed their packaging to black you'd walk into a supermarket and it was just shelves of black stuff you know chocolate <laughs> bars all had black wrappers they even put they even put milk in black bottles like <laughs> you suddenly panic thinking am i drinking motor oil here uh, every they were that obsessed about it wow. it's incredible mm. to be fair to the union the 26 provincial unions that make up the sort of new zealand structure of rugby they all approved this so they all obviously they need money too i suppose it is just it does just come down to money and lack of it yeah and it's the it's the short term injection of that cash that's going to going to see them through i mean you know i don't think they've released the long term deal but i guess uh i guess that investment company is going to get some sweet cuts of the merchandise and and uh, you know, television rights or something like that. But yeah. yeah, in the short term, I think they probably really need it. But through this whole pandemic, I've just been looking at New Zealand because I'm UK based, mm. and you know, I've been looking at New Zealand. You know, that fifty thousand people went to a concert. You know, like they shut the borders down and you know got on with things. And so I was quite surprised that uh, they're in financial straits because I thought they were doing everything all the way through. Yeah. Well, as you say, so, let's um, hope it doesn't make a, make a significant difference to what makes the All Black special. I mean, I'm sure... Well, the, fingers crossed. Well, the people we selling start, off... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we start seeing uh, the All Blacks once a year having to play for the New England Patriots, then... <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, then the protests will really start. Some cross code <laughs> games, that's right. Yeah, the hacker. We they like appoint, the hacker, but they appoint Jose Mourinho. That's it. It's all yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jerry, good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Scott, the Spurs fan, tells us about these things, these moments you remember through sport. I was having a few words over the top of my car with my then-missus, maybe points to something, then trying to politely ask her to hurry up as England were about to start. As I swung my door open to jump in, uh, a lorry came past, clipped the edge of the door with my fingers on the edge. Yes, uh, two ends of which popped off. Oh, that's dark. Dear me. Um, So I spent the rest of the day in hospital, missed England 4, Holland 1.
Oh dear. So there we are, and he couldn't even hold Wouldn't up the four fingers that. to his Dutch mates. I'm sorry, Scott. I'm sure you're over it now. You're over it now. That is. Sewed them back on. Bag of peas. I'm just guessing. I'm like, I'd like to think that's what happened. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I want to get you involved in voting for the April clip of the month. You need to hear them first, so uh, here they are. So we play the clips of the month for April. You can uh, have a listen back and then you can vote at Twitter, at TSHNJ. There'll be two semi-finals and a final. We'll play the winner just before four o'clock. And we'll begin with Jim White, who told us about one of his previous jobs. I cast my mind back to when I was but a reporter at Scottish Television. We thought that was quite a limited role, wasn't it? Joining yeah. us now, the MD of Lurpak. He's uh, always been a great anchor man, though. He, he certainly, he certainly, he certainly has been. Um, Kerry Gold <laughs> joins us now. Yeah, so it's it's weird, isn't yeah. it? Really, the old butter it reporter. Is. Quite, uh, you must have moved into sport because there was only so much you could do on butter. Probably means something else. Anyway, Andy, what's I mean, next? This was the caller to the sports bar. Martin is a Manchester United fan. We haven't spoke about Manchester United yet. Hello, Mark. All right, Mark. I am. Oh, man. Uh, I, I'll tell you, oh, he has now finally come forward as a manager. He's now a manager, and... But that's the main thing now. It's, oh, he is a manager. Well, there's no doubt in that. I think he may well have been <laughs> celebrating uh, throughout the Roma game, that call at the sports bar, just letting us know. Breaking news that Ole is a manager. Golf now, and Jim White and Bob Bubka discussing the Masters. I just became a new dad earlier this week. Uh, he's a great guy, great player, uh, with a wealth of talent. I'm going with John Aram. Ooh. The Rumbo from Rumbo. Spain. The Rumbo. <laughs> You're right. Let's get ready to Rumbo. You're right, Bob. Rumbo. <laughs> so, that. over to Darren Goff now on Drive, who was talking F1. Debutant, <clears throat> Mezzaspin, uh, a rival in F1. It lasted three corners in, in his house. In his what, Goffy? In his house. Oh, okay, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> We're with you on that one. Um, what's next, Andy? Uh, this was a guest on Ian Collins' talk radio show. The Treasury and um, the Department of Transport are like the three wise monkeys, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, so you're that there was a kind of a, a slight Star Wars moment there. Star Wars? I don't think I've seen that that film. Star Wars Four, pull my finger. What the heck was going on there? It was. I mean, I think we all clearly heard uh, oh, what yeah. it was. One man and his whoopee cushion. I mean, it did. It did completely throw uh, Ian. Often you'll get noises like that where somebody scrapes a chair or catches a microphone. Mm. But I don't think that was that. Do you? No, no, no. no. There, there was a pause from the fellow before there, it happened. There was. That was, a, that was there, the key. There was a pause. We won't go into that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Finally, Andy. It's Palace manager Roy Hodgson discussing the Super League. We don't want the same teams playing all the time for the glittering prizes. We want to fight for the right to play for that glittering prize. And that meant, of course, it was too tempting not to put Roy together <laughs> for the first time with the Beastie Boys and quite possibly the last time. <laughs> We want to fight for the right. To 
<laughs> so, did you like Jim as the butter reporter for STV? Uh, did you like the bloke phoning up the sports bar? Maybe a drink had been taken, telling us Ollie is a manager. <laughs> Was it Bob Bubcrum, the rumble? Was it Goffy uh, talking F1? Uh, was it Ian Collins and uh, the Star Wars moment, as I think we'll always call it from there on, in polite company? Or was it uh, Roy Hodgson and the Beastie Boys together at last? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. That's us just time to bring you the uh, winning clip of the month. It's quite a shocker. Uh, this was a um, guest on the Ian Collins show. Was he shifting in his chair or did he catch the microphone or does he do what we think he does? Have a listen to this. The Treasury and um, the Department of Transport are like the three wise monkeys, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, so you're that there was a kind of a, a slight Star Wars moment there. <laughs> Not any Star Wars film I've seen. I don't remember, I don't remember that happening. Uh, there we are. Thanks for voting. 63% of you voted. That was the winner. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Andy is back on Friday for a fresh batch of clips of the week and more. I'll be here tomorrow with uh, Max Rushton from One. If you can join us, great. If not, the podcast will be available at around five. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.